Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Simply Finance with Shane White. I am your host, Shane White, and it is a rainy Tuesday here in Chicago. Uh, the weather has been up and down. I feel like I always talk about the weather here in Chicago more than I remember. Uh, I think it's because we're out in it a lot between, uh, you know, normally when we commute to work, all of us, a lot of us take public transportation and walk in the city. And so uh, now that we're working from home a lot, I don't know, something we always, we all talk about. I just realized, I feel like I talk about it every time I record a podcast. Uh, anyway, uh, what I did want to talk about today is, uh, I think an interesting topic for for uh, any of you, honestly, uh, I, this probably is not something that I, a lot of my friends that I talk with have really spent any time investing in these. And it's a great way to diversify your portfolio, like I always talk about. Uh, it's a great way to uh, just add some different angles. Um, and this is actually something that will actually add a little bit of safety to your portfolio. Uh, and so it'll be an exciting topic today. I'll kick it off with some market performance. So another uh, day of the stock market being up, both Monday and Tuesday have been up. Um, and you know, really strong today was really led by a really strong oil market. And as I go through all of the indexes, like I normally do, uh, the Shane index overperformed, and really that was on the back of just a crazy day for oil. Oil jumped way up today, so the Dow finished at one point four five percent up. The S and P was up zero point nine. The Nasdaq finished one point one three. And then the Shane Index, like I said before, crushed the markets today, uh, 4.54% increase uh, one day, on one day. So great day um, for the Shane Index. Again, airlines haven't been doing very well. Those are in my portfolio, uh, but oil crushed it. So today's topic of the day, uh, bonds. We're going to talk about bonds. Today's episode is just Bonds 101. And what is a bond and how can you use it? So when you think about investment, uh, ways to invest, um, there are normally they would say there's three main investment vehicles. You obviously have uh, cash, right? You can use cash um, and having cash on hand. Cash is king. I say that a lot. That's number one. Two, investing in stocks. We Obviously, we talk about that all the time on here. And number three is, is bonds. So it's an important aspect of investing. Um, it's a, like I said earlier, it's a great way to diversify your portfolio. And um, we'll kind of dive into what they are, how they work. Again, this first round of um, diving into concepts, I'm calling a lot of these 101. And really for that is I'm going through very, very high level how they work. My thought is I'll either do like a 102 or, you know, like the next version of these and we can go into a little more in-depth breaking down um, what they are. Uh, so today, again, this will be a little bit high level, um, but still please, uh, any and all questions, please make sure you're, you know, commenting in the DM uh, or in the comments section below on any of the channels you're listening to, I will be happy to answer anything that you guys might have. So like I said, the bonds are one of the three main investment vehicles. And really what a bond is, 
in the simplest of terms is it's just a loan from a borrower to an investor. So you know how a lot of us do borrow for things. So let's just say, you know, you want to go to school, you want to go to college, you borrow money from a bank uh, for a student loan. Or if you want to buy a house and you borrow a mortgage from a bank, you are the borrower in that situation. And they have cash they're giving you and you're paying interest over time, right? So you're, you know, you're getting $100,000 for a house and your interest rate is 5%, then you're paying 5% on that. And depending on um, the loan details, you're paying a percent of that, uh, you know, every month, every year, onward and onward. So a bond, the best way to think about it is it's kind of backwards from that, okay? So bonds are really used by governments, municipalities, some hard word to pronounce, municipalities? Municipalities, I think that's how you pronounce it. And that's like cities uh, and local governments. Um, it can be, they can be issued by states. Uh, and they can also be issued by companies, like publicly traded companies, uh, and I believe even private companies. And so you think about the, how this is backwards. So a lot of times what happens is a, you know, either one of these government entities, or if it's a company, a lot of times they'll have uh, a project or some sort of uh, in incremental operation they want to, they want to uh, invest in. And they either may not have the cash to fund that project right now, um, or they don't want to deplete their cash reserve right now. So what they'll do is they'll issue bonds. And so what that is, is saying like, hey, if you're company XYZ and you want to kick off this innovation project, you're a publicly traded company, you want to kick off this innovation project uh, and you don't want to use your cash on hand to fund it. Um, and there could be a lot of reasons for that that we don't have to go into today in this you know initial conversation with bonds. But you would then issue bonds. So you're, you would basically be like, Hey, we need a million dollars to run this project. And so you could do something where you issue, you know, hundred, uh, hundred dollar bonds or let's say thousand dollar bonds and you issue a thousand of them out to the public. And, you know, me as an investor could be like, Hey, um, I will give you a thousand dollars today and I get the bond. Okay. So that's how like, just the simplest terms, fundamentally, that's what's happening. Um, so the company who needs the cash is obviously selling you a promise or like the bond is essentially like an IOU. So it's, they, it's a promise to pay you back at a future date. And you're giving them cash right now. So cash that you have, you're giving to them that they can then use on this project in this example. Now, there are a few different types of bonds. I'm just going to walk. There's, there's actually a handful that are really important to know, and that'll be what we'll cover in like the next bonds podcast. But today, the two, the two that we're really going to talk through are normal bonds and zero coupon bonds. So if you're a company, uh, you're most likely going to sell uh, a normal bond, which is made up of a few important uh, components that we'll talk through. There's the principal the coupon rate, the maturity date, and the face value, okay? So um, a nor most normal bonds, this isn't, this isn't every bond, but from a company, this would be a good example, is they would most likely sell you a 
bond that has, again, in my example earlier, a principal balance of $1,000. So that's what they're saying the bond is going to cost you today. And most of those will also have a face value of $1,000, face value of $1,000, which means that when the bond uh, matures or expires, so it's like its due date, we'll call it, is up, that when they pay you, they pay you the money back, they will also be paying you the same amount of money as what you bought it for. Now, Obviously, that makes zero sense to an investor just at that right there, right? You're never going to give someone $1,000 and then in, let's, let's say this bond, in this example we're using, let's say it's a 10-year bond. So in 10 years, company XYZ has to pay you back the $1,000. That obviously makes no sense. Why would you give someone $1,000 and then just get the money back and 10 years like you that you didn't make any money off of that so that's where that coupon rate comes in so the coupon rate is just a, is another way of calling it an interest rate i don't i don't really know why they consider or i don't know why it's not just called interest rate but with bonds they call them coupon rates so that's just the interest rate and what happens is normally they're paid semi-annually so it's a it's a payment twice a year and on a thousand dollars let's just say uh you you have a 5% coupon rate, okay? So if, so, if, a, if this company uh, gives you a bond with a principal of 1,000 and a face value of 1,000, at the end of the 10 years, you will get that $1,000 back. However, with the 5% coupon rate, that means that they, if it's an annual rate, so, that if, so if the coupon rate is 5% a year, that means every year they have to pay you 5% interest. So in this example, um, with a 5% coupon rate on a $1,000 bond, they would be paying you $50 in interest a year. And that's you as the investor, that's what you're making. So if it's $10, if it's 10 years and you're making 50 a year, uh, you're going to make $500 in interest on this. And I, I want to say guaranteed, but it's not actually guaranteed. So when you buy a bond, um, the, the, the hope is that this is a company or obviously a, a government's a good example of, uh, you know, they have a, the hope is they have a high credit rating and without going into the details of what makes up the credit ratings, it's no different than when you or I go to get a car, a mortgage or a credit card, uh, they pull your credit score. And so these companies get credit scores. Okay. Now, most people who are out buying bonds, um, you're going to want to focus on bonds that have the highest rating. So it depends on the rating system, but they're either going to be like A, AA, AAA. The, there's, a, there's different ratings depending on the system. But either way, if you get one that's the, of the highest rating, usually that is safe to say that you will, make, you will get all of those interest payments. You will have that bond for 10 years if you choose to keep it. And at the end of it, you will have made $500 um, on your $1,000 investment to them. Obviously, with the time value of money, $1,000 10 years from now is not worth the same as $10 or $1,000 today. But that interest is what is the driving force behind you being incentivized to buy the bond. So you're, in this example, and with bonds in general, right, you lock in what you're going to make, but your money is locked in for an extended period of time, whereas with stocks... Uh, you you have the risk of the price falling after you bought it, but you also have the potential of it going up uh, exponentially as well. So those are kind of the differences. And that's why they say the bond markets are quote unquote safer. The only time a bond is not safe is if you get into one 
with a company or with a municipality or government, which I don't think government bonds have this very often, but if they have a poor credit rating, it means they have a higher chance of default. So they're maybe seeking bonds to raise capital, um, to raise money for something that um, maybe is to keep the lights on or to fund a project that they hope will be a hit and keep them in business. So that one risk you have, or one of the risks you have with bonds is, well, excuse me, smoke my table there. Uh, the one risk you do have with bonds is uh, if the company would happen to go bankrupt, you would lose your investment, right? You're not going to get that $1,000 back if company XYZ decides to close up shop and go bankrupt. So that is the risk in bonds uh, per se. And that's, that's a normal bond. Um, where you have a different type of bond is normally with government bonds. So if you go and buy a 10-year uh, a U.S. Treasury bond, it's the same thing. The U.S. government, they're always looking to raise money um, to pay for, you know, good example is this $2 trillion coronavirus relief bill that uh, was passed a few months ago or a month ago now. Uh, so in this example, this is what it's called a zero coupon bond. And this is what, like I said before, a lot of uh, government bonds are. And what this is, is they will tell you that, remember those terms again, I used at the beginning, principal, which is what it'll cost you to take ownership of the bond today, coupon rate, which is essentially just an interest rate. Uh, the maturity date is when the bond will mature and when you'll get your payment back. And then face value is what that bond, what they're telling you it is worth when you uh, reach that maturity date. So with a government bond, and it's called a zero coupon bond because that means the interest rate is zero. So instead of you buying the bond like we had in our first example for $1,000, and then at the end of the 10 years, you get $1,000 back, but during the, those 10 years, you were getting interest payments. In this example, the government won't be paying you yearly interest, but instead they will sell you a bond that is cheaper than what it'll be worth in 10 years. So it's another way, uh, so that the way the government's not pushed, they're trying to get money in and they're always kind of getting into a deficit. That's one thing. If you do any research on our government, well, we have been running in a deficit for a while now. Um, you, so what you're doing is, let's say, we'll use for fun, simple numbers in this scenario. Let's say um, you can buy a bond today from the US government uh, for $500. Instead of a thousand, it's $500 today. Let's say again, it's the maturity date is 10 years from now. So it's a 10 year bond. Uh, the coupon rate, like I said, for most of these government bonds is zero. So zero coupon rate, you will not be receiving any interest payments on the bond. Uh, but the difference here is the face value is a thousand. So I'm just playing with fun numbers here to, you know, make it, make this relative uh, to the first example. So in this scenario, you only have to give 500 you're not getting paid anything. So your money is all locked up um, in the bond for 10 years, right? In this example, you're not getting any interest, nothing. But in 10 years, that 500 you put in 10 years ago has now matured into $1,000. So you still made $500 in this example, uh, but you got it all in one chunk at the end and not in yearly installments through interest. So there's the two different ways, the main ways that bonds can be structured. Um, and like I said before, there's a lot of different actual methodology. There's a lot of different naming conventions and types of bonds that we can go through in the next podcast. But I wanted to make sure 
that you guys knew that. Um, and I, I mentioned, so, you know, there's a maturity date. So if you want to buy a bond, you have the right to hold on to it until the end of the maturity date, get your money back incur or gain the interest in between if it's a normal bond or make the uh, face value when you um, sell the bond back uh, for a government bond. But uh, at a very high level, the other way you can make money in the bond market is bonds, the coupon rate on a bond is going to be what we call uh, uh, inversely correlated. So zero to one, the, it'll, it'll affect the bond coupon rate the opposite way uh, of the coup. So the coupon rate and interest rates in the market. So if interest rates go up, coupon rates go down, if interest rates go down, coupon rates go up. So as those two things move, um, bonds at certain periods of time will become more and less valuable. So there is a whole bond market where people are buying and selling bonds depending on interest rates. And again, that'll be a great one to go into uh, in the next, uh, next version of the podcast. But I wanted to make sure you knew that, that you don't have to legally hold on to the bonds. You can actually sell the bond anyone you want uh, and, and make a profit that way too. Uh, a little more complicated, but it is something you can do. And like I said before, really the pros and cons of buying bonds. Um, pros are you know what money you're making as long as you're buying a high-grade bond and it's not um, bought from a company or government with a low credit rating. That way you know that their chance of default or filing for bankruptcy is low. Uh, it's a great way to diversify. It's a, definitely a safer, um, they're not going to see the growth that you're going to see in the stock market if you are invested in the right types of things. Um, but it's a safety net more than anything. Um, a very uh, tangible, uh, expected earning lever in your portfolio. And again, the risk, really the risk is just that it's, to me, there's two main ones. The first one is, is what I already hit on. You know, if you're investing in a bond that's in a bad uh, rated mark, a bad bond rating, there's a chance that company could default and you could lose your investment. So I would always stay away from those. I don't know for sure, but I, I assume from a lot of my research, some of those are going to have better rates. Obviously, they're going to give you higher coupon rates because there's higher risk. So if you want to risk, risk it, that is an opportunity, um, you know, that people are making money by doing that. So it's definitely something you can look into and have potential to uh, really make some money there. And then really the only other risk, in my opinion, is I always think about the time value of money. Uh, in bonds, you know what you're going to make, uh, but I would argue you don't necessarily um, – you can't. You don't know what the market, the stock market's going to do. So a risk could be you're you're not making as much money as you could have in the stock market if you would have played it, even in safe bets in the stock market. Like usually, the bond market's always going to return a little bit lower. Uh, it's safer, so the returns are going to be lower in the stock market. So as a whole, you could leave some money on the table if you're more heavily invested in bonds than stocks. But that's more of a. It's more of a, a light risk. I'll call it. It's not really that risky. It's just uh, something to be aware of as you're balancing a portfolio. So I hope that makes sense. Uh, bonds are interesting. This was, to be honest, the first time I really dove that deep into bonds. I've always at a high level knew what they did, but I think it's something that could really actually help diversify my own portfolio. Uh, it might be interesting to even add some bonds or some bond ETFs. That's one thing I didn't hit on. If you don't want to go out and buy a specific bond or a specific type of bond, uh, and you are using a platform like Robinhood, like we can't buy actual bonds on Robinhood right now, 
But what we can do is buy bond ETFs, which we've talked about a little bit on here, and that can kind of get you into a pool of, of bonds. So that's like really the only way you can invest in bonds uh, through Robinhood today. So you can, you can just search bond ETFs and that'll pull up a variety you can look at. So I hope that helped. Um, like I said, bonds can be a great way to diversify your portfolio. They can be a great lever uh, to add some safety in your investing. And uh, I hope that was a good overview. I think bonds like 201 or 102, whatever we want to end up calling it, where we go a little deeper would be great. But this is a good general overview if you've wanted to learn what bonds are and how they work. Um, and yeah, so thanks for listening. I hope you guys have a great Tuesday. Uh, I appreciate you guys supporting the podcast and um, have a great day, everybody. Talk to you soon. Oh, hey there, everybody. Not quite done yet. Just wanted to add a little ending to today's episode. Uh, if you look in the show notes, don't forget there's a few links there. The first one being a link to uh, my stock market rebound tracker. This is essentially a free Google Sheet tool for any of you to use and share with your friends um, that just basically maps out the stocks that I am keeping an eye on, uh, potentially looking to invest in and really just wanting to keep on the radar. So definitely check that out. And then if you are new to investing and really want to try it for yourself, uh, I would suggest using the second link in the show notes, which is basically a link to Robinhood, which is the platform I use for all of my investments. You get free trading, no commission fees whatsoever. And by the way, Robinhood is not a sponsor of the podcast, um, but you will be able to get a free stock uh, by signing up using my link. So get after it. Try out some investing. Uh, thanks again for listening. And most importantly, stay positive. Have a good day. And I will talk to you guys soon. Goodbye.